I think about and talk about a lot is how many times are the quote church people in the way of Jesus? Hmm. Welcome to the Far More Podcast. Hey, Liz. Hey, Jason. How are you? <sighs> I'm good. I'm good. Why did you sigh on the front end of I'm good? I don't know. You went, <gasps> I'm good. I think I just needed a deep breath. Okay. I think that's all that was behind that one. You said something dragging you to Jesus. And that made me think of, of one of the thing, one of the other things I wanted to talk to you about, Mm. which is one of, I think it's one of your favorite passages is Mark two, where the four men take this poor paralyzed man who just wants to see Jesus because he knows that Jesus can heal him. Do we know that? Do we know what? That he wants to see Jesus because he knows Jesus can heal him. Well, I, I think I asked you that in in a previous episode. And I don't know that you necessarily had an answer yeah. for me. What, what I said is we don't know the relationship of the four men with the guy. True. What we know is the men knew. They need to get this person to Jesus. I don't know what the okay. paralyzed man know. Interesting. I, I think, okay. I think the paralyzed man, and there's not a lot of context on the front end of Mark 2. So those Bible scholars, you you comment, please help me out on this. If we have any out there. Bring it. You know, he knew of his obvious brokenness. I think that's where we The start. paralyzed the man. The paralyzed man. He knew he was paralyzed. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> he knew his obvious brokenness. Right. Right. And he wanted to be healed of that. And there's four men that come along and they say, we know if we can get you to Jesus, he can can heal heal you. you. He can heal you. And so they're on the way to see Jesus who's teaching in this house in Capernaum. They get there. This place is packed out, right? Because Jesus always draws a crowd. You know, there's either for better or for worse. (laughs) Right. And so, you know, the folks on the inside are leaned into Jesus' teaching. There's folks on the outside, scribes and Pharisees, probably going, What's he doing? Let's see if we can catch him on something, right? Mm. They get there, they can't get him to Jesus through the front door. Right. Right. I and one of the things that I I think about and talk about a lot is how many times are the quote church people in the way of Jesus? Mm. When you desperately trying to get someone that's broken that you know man, if we can get this person to Jesus, their life's going to change. And you walk through and you bump into church people. You're crowded out. You can't get there, mm-hmm. right? Something happens and church people are in the way of Jesus. That's a heavy and that's a different conversation. But these four guys, they desperately knew, let's get this guy there. They go on the roof of this house. They were determined. They were determined. Where there is a will. They were determined on their mission and their objective to get this man to Jesus. They get on the roof and then think about roofs back then. Oh, mud. Right. right. They're not pulling off shingles. They're digging through straw and mud and probably manure. Oh yeah. That's... And, and, and that mental picture for me is if you are trying to get someone that's broken to Jesus, you're going to get your hands dirty and you're going to have to dig through some crap in their life. Yeah. Right. That, but you got to be so committed to the journey and the mission of, I know I'm going to get my hands dirty. I know I'm going to be sweating. I know my back's going to be sore from carrying this person. But I so believe if I can get this man to Jesus, his life will be changed. Right. Right. So they lower him down. And then 
because Jesus kind of like, I guess, looks at the scene is how I vision it. And I'm like, there's these four guys, there's this man. And the first thing he does, he doesn't immediately heal his obvious brokenness, right? He doesn't necessarily say, get up and walk first. No. The first thing he does, he says, your sins are forgiven, mm. right? Because the four guys and maybe the man saw the obvious brokenness, right? Jesus saw the real brokenness and the real problem. And he says, we're going here first. This is the important thing. Right. And so often I think we don't understand the important thing or the real brokenness. We're focusing on this thing. But when we get to Jesus, Jesus goes, here's the real issue. Right. Right. And it took me years to understand what Jesus really said in that moment. He looked around and he says, because of their faith, right? The four guys that brought him there because of their faith. You your, are healed. Your sins are forgiven. Oh, right. right. And so okay. not only were they willing to get somebody to Jesus, but Jesus said, because of your faith, not with the, the man's faith in Jesus. Mm-hmm. I always think because of my faith, X, Y, and Z, is because of the people that brought him to Jesus, because of their faith, your sin is, is forgiven. And do we have that kind of faith, one, to bring someone to Jesus? Are people not being saved because we don't have that level of faith? I don't know. And it makes me just think about if I'm not sweating, my back's not hurting, if I'm not digging through crap, my hands aren't dirty, and if my faith isn't strong enough to know I have to do all this to help somebody not be broken and get them to Jesus, am I living out what we're supposed to do as Christ followers? Whew. That's a lot. It's a lot. And it's taken, I've read this passage, I don't know, it feels like a hundred times. So many times, Yes. And every time I'm just like, is this the picture of what we're supposed to do as men and what following Christ really looks like in terms of bringing someone to Jesus? And Jesus saves them because of our faith and our belief that, man, if I just get you there, if I drag you there, if I claw through the mud and the manure with you, I know Jesus will save you. I wonder if they, I wonder if they did have to drag obviously they had to carry him because he was paralyzed I get that I'm sort of talking almost mentally did they have to drag him there because like you said we're not yeah. given much context on the paralyzed man's mental state right. his mental capacity how he was feeling about the situation so I am curious if he was like y'all I don't want to go and they're like, no, you just don't understand. Yeah. You just don't get it. And that's, I think that's kind of what you're saying. That's the attitude we yeah. need to have. You just don't understand. If you could just, that's right. if you just knew what I knew, if you knew what Jesus was capable of doing, you would come. So I'm just going to drag you whether you want to yeah. go or not. So are we saying that maybe that's how we're supposed to be? What I'm saying, and, and when I've looked at Mark, is I always go, where are you in the story? Are you the person sitting on the floor next to Jesus soaking it all in? Is that you? You've had, you've been a Christian your whole life and you're soaking it in, right? That's what you're doing. Are you someone that's more skeptical? You're on the outside kind of looking in going, what is this thing really about? Mm-hmm. Or you are you that casual Christian that's kind of on the outside going, yeah, I want to be clear. Close, but not too close, mm-hmm. right? Or are you this champion of the faith that's dragging someone to Jesus, right? That's doing all it takes. Or are you that person that needs to be dragged? Mm. That's the hardest one for me 
is raising my hand and saying, you know what? I need friends. I need some men that are willing to drag me to Jesus. That's always been the hardest one for me, right? Why? Because that's just admitting such vulnerability and such weakness. And I need other strong people to get less. That's just hard for me. I want to be the guy that's sweating, carrying somebody to Jesus. Or I want to be the person sitting next to Jesus, soaking in the worship music, yeah. praising hands up, right? Just soaking that in, feeling mm -hmm. like I feel good about getting this message, mm -hmm. right? That's comfortable, right? It's great, but it's, it, it's also... But it's still necessary I'm not saying it's to necessary. be poured into, but it's not the end game. No, right? it's not. You get fed. So that you can feed others. So that you can go drag somebody to Jesus. Am I staying there? Yeah. Am I staying there in that moment? And then when I'm going to work on Monday, everything flips. Yeah. Right? That happens mm. almost every week for me. I'm soaking in on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I'm worshiping. I'm like, man, I needed this. I needed Paul this. constantly tells us, die, die to self. Die to self. Die to self. Mm -hmm. We we literally have to cancel ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's for another podcast. That's too. for another podcast. Oh boy. That's a big one. But that's what we're called to do. So, join us on this journey. We're glad you're here. Wherever you're listening or watching, give us a like. Drop a drop a review because I've heard. I mean. I've heard if people give you a positive review, you get bumped up in all the special like algorithms or whatever all that techie stuff is. But I, th I think it needs to be a good review, not just a review. Yes, yes, like, yes. Yeah. A five star or yeah. however many stars you can give if us. Give them all of them. If you're one that gives us a one star, I'd rather just comment. Will you comment <laughs> instead? Yeah. Yeah. Don't give us a one star review. That's not nice. Why would somebody give us a one star review? That's not nice. People need to be kind. Um, see my previous statement. <laughs> That's not the starting place. Oh, boy. So hit that like button. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast or watch your podcast. And we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.